Huge news in the Warriors-King series as we're tied at two games apiece. And De'Aaron Fox broke his index finger on his shooting hand. More Warriors luck? Let's put that narrative to bed. Let's go. Oh, hey there, John Lund. John Lund Unleashed, various sports talk. John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Weekdays on KMBR 680, KMBR.com, the new KMBR app. John Lund Unleashed, the YouTube channel, which maybe you're watching right now. That's how you're accessing us. All you have to do to subscribe, search John Lund Unleashed, hundreds of videos, shorts, live chats. You can see fun uh stuff we put up now if you're listening on the podcast that is awesome as well take us with you we got the podcast just search on your favorite uh, podcast services apple spotify everywhere john lund unleashed and you can subscribe that way as well tell all your friends thank you very much much appreciated before we get into the warriors and this whole narrative of injuries and luck and all these kind of things through the years and De'Aaron fox being the latest uh Alex Cobb throws a complete game, which is something you rarely see in Major League Baseball. The Lakers and the Grizzlies are great series. Looks like the Lakers are going to get out of that one, and we may get our Kings, or excuse me, our Warriors-Lakers second-round matchup that we're talking about. A six uh, is likely now to beat a three. A seven is likely now to beat a two. So we could get that. Tons of stuff going on. 49ers draft. John Lynch spoke about it. I'll put another video out. Uh, deciphering what John Lynch said. But remember, when it comes to the 49ers, it's lying season. They're not going to say anything. So Trey Lance trade and who they're going to sign and who they're going to let go and who they're going to draft, none of that stuff. They're not going to give you any hints on those kind of things. But suffice to say that there's a ton of stuff going on in Barrier Sports right now. So let's get into this whole discussion about De'Aaron Fox. And before we get into anything, I want to replay it for you, the the De'Aaron Fox injury. So to back up very quickly, De'Aaron Fox, it comes out, I don't know, a couple hours into our show, maybe three hours into our show. Well, right, well you know what it was? It was right before we had Mark Spears on KMBR from ESPN. Our pal that comes on every couple of weeks, and uh, Mark Spears came on at about 1230. So this news came out about 1215 uh, Pacific time on Monday that De'Aaron Fox had a broken tip of his index finger on his shooting hand. Now, I'm no doctor, and if you either listen to the show, watch the YouTube channel, listen to the podcast, you know that I'm no doctor, so I don't know if De'Aaron Fox can effectively play with a broken finger. He is listed as doubtful. It's the tip, so can they just the tip, just the tip. So can they put these, can they tape these things together? Can he be effective? Can he dribble the way he can dribble? Can he shoot? Uh, can he drive? You know, all, all these different things, I don't know. But just as we sit here right now, it seems to me that De'Aaron Fox probably is going to be limited by this injury. Now, just to back up for a minute, I said that I thought the Warriors were going to win game five anyway, that the Kings, and you can go back to the last podcast, that the Kings had an opportunity in game three without Draymond Green, didn't take advantage of it, had an opportunity in game four down the stretch, some key shots, key makes. It was the first time I thought that the Kings looked like a young team and maybe lost some composure. They'd actually been great that way, at least the first couple of games in Sacramento. You go on the road, you road, you're a, you're uh, your uh, role players aren't as effective. You know, De'Aaron Fox was still good. We're still put. You know, you know, Sabonis is kind of on a milk carton at this point. But so, so that's kind of the backdrop. I thought that they had two chances. Uh, definitely, Game Three didn't do it, and give the Warriors a lot of credit. And then Game Four, they had opportunities, they didn't do it, and that's with a healthy De'Aaron Fox. So now, before I show the video, so that's that's the backdrop of everything. So this is when it happened, and then we'll get into 
the effect for the Kings. And then ultimately, I'm going to get into this whole narrative of the Warriors are quote-unquote lucky because of these injuries through the years. So this is where everybody thinks the Fox injury took place. 118-115, as you can see there, 435 left in the fourth quarter. And you see as he goes out of bounds, he's kind of pulling at that finger, looking at that finger, he gets hit. Uh, before, and then it kind of slows. Now, I don't know if that's Looney hitting him. I don't know if that's Poole hitting him. I think it was Poole. We'll, uh, let me play it for you again. Because Poole's on him. There's a foul call. So Poole's on him. There's a hit. There's another hit. Then he starts to look at his hand, look at his finger. So, again, let's just do it in slow motion. Somewhere at that point, it's that's the first time that he looks at his finger right there, and that's where most people assume that De'Aaron Fox is injured. Regardless, he's got a broken tip on his left or shooting finger. He's a left-handed shooter, and he's listed as doubtful for Game 5 in Sacramento. Like I said, I think that you, they, you gave the, the champs, you, they gave you two chances to beat them in San Francisco. You didn't do it. You usually don't get opportunities to beat good teams in any sport once they give you opportunities. It's like two outs in baseball. If you give it to a really good team four outs or five outs, you're not going to get another opportunity to get in that game. The Warriors are a good team, at least historically. This year they've been up and down. There's no question. They have championship medal. I think the Kings have already given them too many chances, and I think the Warriors would win this series. Plus, you go back, the Warriors have won a road game in a playoff series for 27 consecutive games, and game five just feels like that game. Now you go to game seven, in Sacramento, that might be a different story. Not that they couldn't win it. I'm just saying game five looks ripe for the Warriors. Now, throw in De'Aaron Fox. And De'Aaron Fox is not like losing Draymond Green, as great as Green has fit as a puzzle piece for the Warriors over the years. De'Aaron Fox changes everything. Uh, he makes you rotate your uh, your defense entirely, a defensive game plan doubling, as you saw in that final play where Fox had to kick it to Harrison Barnes, everything is geared defensively for the Warriors to slow down De'Aaron Fox, and so far, they haven't been able to do it. He had 30 point, 38 points in game one, was pretty good in games two and three, for him just okay, I mean good, but just for him okay, and then he breaks out for 38 points again, so the game plan for the Warriors probably at some point was going to be De'Aaron Fox is going to do De'Aaron Fox things, we have to slow down everyone around him, so Sabonis can't go off. And Monk can't go off. And, can't, you know, Murray can't get going, which he did. And and Herter can't get going, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These other guys, you know, Lot, Trey Lyles from the corner three can't get going. You try to limit Fox as much as you can, but he is so good at this point of getting in the paint that it's been a major problem for the Warriors, and there really wasn't a solution. Now, if you're the Kings, and it, it, there's two different ways to look at this thing. Is he limited or is he out? Now, if he plays, and this is where I think some fans get confused, there's a major difference in every sport between a player playing and a player being himself while he plays. Can De'Aaron Fox do all those other things? I would be shocked if he didn't play, just talking to a lot of people who cover the Kings on a daily basis because he is such a badass and he's so tough and he's so competitive that I think he's going to give it a go. But they're going to have to tape fingers together, and it's probably going to alter some things, and he doesn't have a whole lot of time to get used to it. I don't know what the pain is on this kind of thing. I don't know what the difference. You know, okay, it's the tip of the index finger. How's that going to affect things? He is there. He is there, Steph Curry. Now, the Warriors can take Steph off the ball, which they've done, to try to limit, uh, you know, is from an energy level, try to just kind of say, okay, let's get, let's get Steph off the ball, try to save a little energy, which Steph moves so much it really doesn't. But they got Steph off the ball. The Kings really can't take him off the ball. Is Monk going to be a primary ball handler? Not really. Is Davion Mitchell a primary ball handler? I mean, he's probably going to have to be. 
but none of those guys are even close to De'Aaron Fox. Can someone just initiate the offense? A lot of players on the on the Kings, can a lot of those guys initiate the offense? Kind of like what Draymond does for the Warriors or anything. I mean, it may have to go to that. But if you're doing that, then you're taking the very best thing that De'Aaron Fox does, which is balls in his hands, and he's creating everything for that offense. So he's getting into the lane and creating. He's getting into the lane and scoring. He's dictating everything. He's watching the defense with the ball in his hands, and he's deciding where the offense flows. Either he takes it, kicks it to somebody, an extra pass, they get an open look on a corner three, and the Kings score. Now, I'm not saying if you're a Kings fan that all is lost, because honestly, I don't know, and nobody knows. Probably not even a doctor knows. You know, every injury is different. So can he be effective? We're going to find out in game five. I'd be shocked if he didn't play. He'll give it a go. But my logic tells me, and I'm not always logical, but logic tells me that De'Aaron Fox is going to be limited to some extent. Now, I hear what Kings fans are saying back to me. I can hear it in your ears already. Well, wait a minute. From that point of the game, and again, you look at the De'Aaron Fox, there's 435, whatever, left in that game. And De'Aaron Fox hit some key, uh, key shots down the stretch, including a three late in the game with that finger injury. Now, again, logic tells me, and we'll let it run until he looks at that thing. Uh, what the heck's going on with my finger here? Logic tells me that that was adrenaline in the in the heat of the game. We've all been there. I'm not never been a professional athlete, but I played sports my whole life and you could have a bad ankle or, you know, a wrist or, or whatever. You can have, you know, bad knee, you twist it. You play the rest of that game. And then after the game, that's when the pain and that's when the injury starts. He's listed as doubtful, which means he's 75% that he's not going to play. Again, I think he's going to play. I think they're going to give it a go. What's the harm in it? Um, if he can't, then again, I think it's Davion Mitchell. He's got to step up. There's just It just changes so many things for the Kings, whereas if the Warriors have an injury like that, and this is where the depth comes in, Draymond Green, as many things as he can do, Kevon Looney sucked it up. He's their Steph Curry. And Jordan Poole can, to a certain extent, fill in for Curry, but it's just not the same thing. So the equivalent of the Kings, because everybody against Curry, as we all well know, it changes the entire defense. Where's Steph? Where's Steph? Where's Steph? Where's Steph? You've got to pick up Steph Midcourt in. You've got to always have somebody on Steph. You've got somebody's bumping Steph. Somebody's on Steph. Somebody, it, your whole defense changes. All due respect to Jordan Poole. He's not Steph Curry. All due respect to Klay Thompson. He's not Steph Curry. There's no one to replace him. And on the Kings, there's no one to replace De'Aaron Fox. So if he's limited the rest of this series, the Warriors are going to win this series. I think the Warriors are going to win this series. Anyway, I'm not into asterisks or anything like that. Guys get hurt, and it's part of the game. And it leads me to my next point, which is this whole narrative that the Warriors have somehow gotten lucky through the years. And let me flash something on the screen to you, and let's talk about this whole thing. Because the the first thing that – well, the second thing after you discuss the uh, De'Aaron Fox injury and what it meant and all the different things that I just talked about, what it means to the Kings, what it means to the series, who could replace them – is he going to play? All those different type of things. That's the first thing you talk about. The second thing is people start coming out of the woodwork. The Warriors are lucky. All right. Let's flash it up on the screen. Okay, so here is the Warriors' luck. 2015 Cavs in the finals, missing Kevin Love. Kyrie gets hurt. 2017 West Finals, game one. Zaza Pachulia lands on Kawhi, hurts the ankle. San Antonio wasn't beating those Warriors. Chris Paul's hurt in the West Finals, remember, uh, Andre Iguodala got hurt in those as well. 2019, it was bad luck, not good luck. The Warriors lose to the Raptors without Clay and Durant. Nobody around here talks about that, if this, if that. Now, we talk about if 
Draymond Green didn't react to the LeBron teabag. We talk about that. We don't talk about the Warriors losing to the Raptors because we know around here it's part of the game. 2022, first round, people were saying, oh, they played the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. The Nuggets weren't winning that series. And then De'Aaron Fox breaks his finger, and we'll see what the results are or the ramifications are for that. Now, I've never seen as many injuries to key players as I have in the 2023 playoffs. Milwaukee's uh, lost Giannis for some games to a back injury. Miami's up 3-1. Tyler Hero's got a hand injury. The Clippers have lost both Kawhi and Paul George. George uh, isn't going to play at all in this series. The Suns are up 3-1. Talked about the Fox finger. That's tied. At, that series obviously tied at two. Stephen Adams is out with a knee. John Morant's had a hand injury. The Lakers are up 3-1 in that series. Joel Embiid missed the final game against the Nets, the 76ers. It didn't matter. They swept the net. So it, with Giannis, Hero, Kawhi, Paul George, Fox, Adams, Morant, and Bede, I, I've just I've never seen as many guys banged up as I've seen in these NBA playoffs. And I constantly say this: the history. And I'll take this off the board now. You get the idea of Warriors, quote unquote, luck. And I want to get more into this whole thing. But you know, it's so interesting to me because pitchers, we try to you know gauge them. We got these meters now on all the NBA players. And the point of every team, and the 49ers seem to play this the, per, the, the most perfect way, injuries early in the season, injuries midseason, all the different things, who cares? You want Your goal is to get everybody healthy at the right time, and a lot of times you just can't gauge that. You, you can't make it perfect because guys are going to get hurt. The thing that people forget about when they talk about Warriors luck, you know, Steph Curry, beginning of the playoffs, wasn't even a starter. They've had, they've been, they've had guys banged up constantly. They've got an older team. They and that's this is what game management is about. This is about putting the meters on. It's all these different things, and they do it in all the sports. And we don't have less injuries. I don't get it. I I just I growing up, I don't remember all these injuries in the playoffs. I remember guys just playing. Guys didn't really complain. They just played. They were taped up. I'm not saying they weren't injured. They were, but they didn't have the advancements in medicine. They didn't fly the way they do. They didn't eat the way they do nutritionally. None of these things, and it didn't seem like guys were as injured. Maybe I'm wrong in that. Now back to the Warriors' luck. It, it, the only time early in that, if you look at that Cavs team, first of all, in 2015 with those injuries, that team wasn't beating the Warriors. I mean, you look back, the team, you know, 73 win team doesn't win it. We don't complain about the Raptors. My point in all this kind of stuff is, this is the game. We're trying to perfect the game. We use replay in baseball. We want robot umpires. We want the human element out. Uh, fans are constantly complaining about about officials and referees constantly complained about injuries, if this guy, if that guy. That's the point. It's 82 games, and you're actually supposed to play the 82 games, run the gauntlet, and then try to get 16 wins, and that's when you win a championship. It's really not about sitting guys out. It never has been. But these are the elements of the game. That's why there's 82 of them, because you got to get through all of it, be as healthy as you can, and then through the finals – you win that thing, and you just take this deep breath and go, oh, my God, that was unbelievable. And nowadays, everyone's trying to manipulate it, and it seems to me that teams are, and players, and star players specifically, are more injured than ever, even though they're playing fewer games, fewer minutes, better travel, better food, better health, better everything, and yet they're getting more injured. And as far as this luck concept of the Warriors is concerned, that's part of the game. There's a human element. Injuries are part of it. Officiating is part of it. You know, all these different things go into this into this stew, and that's why when guys, when people in general win championships at any level, 
But at the professional level especially and how difficult it is and how good the athletes are, there's a measure of luck that's involved. Let's not get it twisted. There's a measure of luck that's involved. You were healthy. You were playing at the right time. You gelled at the right time. And they can try to manipulate this in every sport as much as they possibly can. And they can look into the computer and go beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, and put all these meters on guys and do all this kind of stuff. The bottom line is this. Injuries are part of it. You know, officiating is part of it. Human element is part of it. Injured, tired, whatever the case may be, these are all part of the stew that you throw in there. It's not luck for the Warriors. In the large majority of these series that they've played, they're the better team anyway. And we're starting to see it in the Kings series. The Kings got off to this great start, and they're flying high, and they're doing great, and the, and the energy is amazing at Golden 1. And I'm not saying it won't be in Game 5. It will be. It's going to be off the hook. And De'Aaron Fox maybe can play with this injury, and I could be 100% wrong. But it's not luck that's getting the Warriors through this. The Warriors make adjustments in playoff series. The Warriors have a versatile roster. The Warriors know, you know when their players are peaking. The 49ers have done this. It's just it's a long season. It's why we look at the Giants right now, and now they've won, what, three in a row? And I'm not saying that they're world beaters or anything like that, but you got to see them healthy. Now, will they stay healthy or they're an older team? I don't know. Will the Warriors stay healthy or they're an older team? I don't know. But they've had a, a, their share of injuries throughout this whole thing. I mean, one guy in game one and two, for example, Andre Iguodala, and I know he's not going to play a major role at his age, but when they were kind of flying out of control, he's a guy that would have settled things down. He was a guy that, that could have, you know, filled in a little bit as it was a team effort in game three for Draymond Green. These are all parts of elements of the game. And so when fans complain, oh, man, if we were healthy, oh, man, if we had gotten the calls, I, I just don't put any stock in those kind of things because it's part of the process. Injuries are part of the process. And it's, un, and it's, it's you sit there as a, as a fan and you go, man, we're really unlucky. That's just part of it. That's just how it works. Lots of times when you look back on the success of a team, and you look at like games missed or you know whatever the case may be, and we do this in football a lot more, you know the amount of money that's on the injured list or whatever, just part of the process. When the 49ers, when Jimmy Garoppolo was around and the 49ers were healthy, they would go places. When Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt, they wouldn't. It's that simple. And you can't sit there and complain. We don't often in the Bay Area talk about it. It's just it, it is what it is. Injuries are part of the stew that goes into either winning or not winning a championship. I could be wrong here. Tell me if I am at John Lund Radio. We don't often talk about the Toronto series. And we don't often talk about, man, if Clay was healthy and if Durant was healthy. Right afterwards, we kind of did. But the reality was Kevin Durant ripped his Achilles. And Clay Thompson hurt his knee. And you give Kawhi Leonard and Toronto credit because they were there. They swept up the pieces. They won the championship. Now, if those guys had been healthy, yeah, the Warriors win that series. But they weren't. And that's part of the process. So for all these teams that are complaining, and I don't, I haven't heard Kings fans complain necessarily. It's just bad luck. And I feel bad for the Kings. And I guarantee you that the Warriors, maybe not Warriors fans, but the Warriors want to play the Kings at full strength. I want to play the Kings at full strength. I don't want De'Aaron Fox to be injured. He's one of the best young players in the game. I love watching him play. I love seeing him compete. I love him trash-talking back and forward with Draymond Green. You don't want to win championships that way. You don't want to win series that way at the professional level. You want to see your best against my best. Let's everybody be healthy. You don't want Draymond Green suspended. You want everybody playing, and you want your team to win. And then the last concept I'll talk about is this whole fictitious asterisk kind of a thing. They're, they don't exist. You don't put one by a record. 
You beat our team. Oh, but that guy got injured. I don't care. There's no mark going up on that. There was a bad ref call. There was a, you know, whatever. This guy got suspended. We talk about Draymond Green if he hadn't reacted to LeBron James teabag, but he did. And LeBron James baited him, just like uh, DeMontis Sabonis baited him, and, and Mike Brown knew that he would react the way he did, and he did. That's all part of the process. Part of the game plan for the Kings in that instance was we can get this guy out of a game. Let's do that. So you can't go back and say, geez, if it hadn't, it's part of the game plan. LeBron James, part of the game plan was we can get Draymond Green. They did. They came back. They won a championship. The Kings, that's that's one of the reasons I think that the Kings aren't going to win this series because you did it. You succeeded. You got that benefit. And game three, you didn't win. In game four, he didn't win. And with championship-level teams, which the Warriors are, then if you give them extra chances to beat you, they're probably going to beat you. Giving a batter more than, giving a team more than two outs. You made an error, they get four outs that inning, they're probably going to score on you. That's what, At least a good team is going to score on you because that's what they do. So even before this injury to Darren, Darren Fox, I think it was Swang. Now, did I think it was swaying after 2-0? No, I thought that the Warriors were going to win two games. I, it's not that I don't think the Kings are good. I hope De'Aaron Fox is that we can't even notice the De'Aaron Fox injury maybe outside of some kind of splint or tape or whatever the case is going to be on his fingers. I want him to play well. I have loved watching him in this series. I like that he has opened the eyes of a lot of NBA fans who don't watch the Kings, and I feel bad for the Kings fan base because you want to see what your team can do. I've been there as a fan. A key guy gets hurt, and you go, geez, man, we're finally in the playoffs after all these years, and I just want to see what our team can do. I want to know the ending of the story. And it's like watching a movie, and then the ending is terrible. Like, this is a bad ending for the Kings if De'Aaron Fox is affected by this finger injury, which we'll find out on Wednesday. It's a terrible ending. But that's just the way sports go, and there is no asterisk, and there is no mark, and there is no but, and there is no if it's all part of the process, and that's why it's so hard to win a championship because luck has to be on your side to an extent. You can be a great team that wins 73 games, and if you don't get some luck or the luck you need, you're not going to win a championship. You can be the most talented, but you need luck on your, time, on your side sometimes. So the injuries to Kyrie or Kevin Love or Chris Paul or whatever the case may be, guess what? They took advantage of them, and there is no such thing. There is no mark. There is no asterisk. There is no nothing. We don't talk about Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson getting hurt. Toronto, here's your trophy. Congratulations. That's it. That's the way that it goes because it's part of the process that goes in and life's not fair. There you go. De'Aaron Fox, finger injury. We'll find out more as the as we get closer to game time and exactly what's going to happen as far as De'Aaron Fox. Doubtful, which means he's 75% out, but I still don't buy that. So there you go. There's a quick update on Deer and Fox. Lots going on in the Bay Area. We'll have a lot of draft coverage for you. I'll be down at 49ers headquarters both Thursday and Friday, sitting right next to the draft room. Be peeking in there. At John Lund Radio, hit me up. Disagree, agree, think I'm crazy, think I'm right. Let me know. Make sure that you're subscribing to the YouTube channel. Just search John Lund Unleashed. Same thing with the podcast. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. And listen to me, KMBR.com, KMBR 680 in the Bay Area in San Francisco, the new KMBR for the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa. That is John Lund Unleashed, only on the Locked On Podcast Network.